Hey, my name is Adeline Warren and you're listening to Girl Talk. I like to say that I'm the big sister of the internet. You can watch me fuck up all you want, but hey, maybe we can learn something from it. I hope you enjoy. Hey, bitch. Oh my God, we have so much to catch up on. Okay, wow. Who would have thought Adeline Warren would be finally starting her podcast? Why did it take me this long? Why did I procrastinate this much? I'm so sorry, but we're here now. It's better late than ever, I guess. Um, but holy shit, bitch, I have so much to catch you up on. Um, I have so much that I just, I just want to talk about. Like, I just have so much to say. Like, I just love you guys so much. And we just like, we talking to each other. Like, I just love you guys. And I love talking to you. And I love having these girl talks. This is why I wanted to name the podcast Girl Talks. Because I wish that I had an older sister to just talk about anything with. And that's all that I want this podcast to be. I don't want no guests. I don't want none of that. None of that interviewing shit. Like, no. No tea, no shade. No, I like love, I still listen to podcasts that are like that. But I don't want that to be me. I want this podcast to be like just like a safe space where you can just talk about whatever the fuck you want. We can talk about um, makeup. We can talk about self-help. We can talk about sex. Like, dude, let's talk about whatever. Let's pretend that we're just like on FaceTime and talking about whatever because I feel like that's what I I just it makes me feel good and I feel like sometimes I go on TikTok and I'll go on YouTube and I feel like I don't like connect with people anymore just because my attention span is so fucking bad now but you know what's crazy it's like I'll watch like a three second like TikTok but like for some reason I can I can listen to a podcast for like an hour and a half I don't know what it is um and I just I I can, I have to be honest, my favorite podcast right now is Miss Emma Chamberlain. She kind of inspired me with my podcast and um, I just love how chill she is. You know, I, I used to think that podcasts were always had to be a duo. I used to love Call Her Daddy. I've listened to like all the podcasts with Alex and Sophia together and it was, I love that so much. And then once they broke up, I just, I feel like I kind of like stopped listening as much but there's something so special and so sacred about like a woman's just safe space, a safe space to talk about whatever, no men allowed. Girl, my audience is 95% woman. Ain't no man listening to this podcast. <laughs> no men allowed. Well, maybe the girls and the gays, the gays are allowed to listen. Um, but I just wanted to have like a safe space where we could just talk and like feel like we're on FaceTime because I, I will talk about whatever. And you know, before my mom used to be like, <laughs> before I used to make these girl talk videos on YouTube, did you guys ever used to watch my girl talk videos on YouTube? My mom would be like, Adeline, like, I would be like, mom, I'm so excited. I'm working with Victoria's Secret Pink. And she'd be like, Adeline, like, you're not like, I don't want you posting in your underwear, like, blah, blah, blah. And then I, you know, I'd be like, no, mom, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not posting my underwear. Like, I'm just posting their leggings. And like, Fast forward five years, I'm like posting my lounge underwear brand deal. I'm posting like my vibe, my favorite vibrators, my girl talk <laughs> We've come a long way. And like, I feel like my family knows now if it's a girl talk vlog, don't even watch it. And like, honestly, my Instagram is fair game. It's fair game. Cause you know what? I get paid to post those underwear pictures. So you can't say anything about that. I'm sorry, dad. <laughs> My dad, he'll be like, um, he'll be like, Adeline, I don't even go on your Instagram anymore. It's way too goddamn many underwear pictures. I'm like, fair enough, dad. But, you know, 
I got free underwear, which I love, and it pays the bills, which we also love. So he he lets me do my thing, and I'm so excited to start this Girl Talk podcast. I've been wanting to do it for so long, and I just I really hope that we can make this little community of people, and we could just have a safe space and just talk about our shit and um, talk about whatever. And I I don't want to get too raunchy on the first episode. You guys know I love talking about whatever. I have no filter. But I think on the first episode, I just want to be chill. So I kind of, I have a thing on my notes. I just wanted to talk about 24 things that I've learned at the age of 24, which is wholesome and nice. And I don't know, just be like a, a cute little introduction episode. Um, where is it? 24. 24. Oh, it's 24 ways I've learned to be confident at 24. Um, and I, I used to make videos like this on YouTube. It's kind of like girl talk vibes. And you know what's crazy? I actually went into my YouTube analytics and the video that had the most subscriber, uh, what do you call it? Like the most that that gained me the most subscribers. It was never my viral videos. It was never the videos with 5 million views. No, 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 no. It was my how to be confident videos. And you know what? I think there's something really special about being able to connect with someone and being able to be vulnerable with people and reaching out for advice or looking out on YouTube for advice and getting actual like genuine advice for someone. If you don't have like a bigger sister, or, like an older aunt or, um, a mom to talk to, like these things are kind of awkward to talk about. <laughs> and sometimes we don't have that person. Like I didn't have an older sister growing up. I did have my older cousin and I would steal her clothes and I'd like have her, I would, it would be like, literally it would be Christmas when my cousin would give me all of her clothes that she didn't want anymore. And it was the best. She would give me Ed Hardy stuff. Like she gave me these slutty shirts. Like it was my favorite time of the year when my cousin would give me all of her clothes that she didn't want anymore. Um, so I just want to be that for you guys. So let's, I just want to get into it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about 24 ways that I've learned to be confident at 24, but I hope you're having an amazing day. I don't know if you're listening to this in the car. I don't know if you're listening to this, but let's just sit back, relax. Let's uh, grab a fucking coffee, grab a fucking snack, and let's talk about it. Number one, how to, 24 ways I've learned how to be confident at 24. Number one, I put fake it till you make it like Rihanna says. What would Rihanna do and embody that? So what I mean by that is whenever I'm feeling or I catch myself being insecure, you know, I feel like I've, I, I go to these events and like, I don't know, even like meeting you guys like in, in public, like sometimes I get nervous and you're like, why are you being nervous? I don't know. Like, like I feel like I'm an extroverted person, but I force myself to be that naturally. I'm a very introverted person. So going up to people and like saying hi is like, not something that comes very naturally to me. I have to like force myself to do it. Um, so I, I even remember like when I was little, one of my best friends in elementary school, I think I've literally talked about this in a video because it was so traumatizing. Well, it wasn't traumatizing, but it just like made me feel bad. Um, but one of my best friends was at Disneyland and her name was Summer. And I saw her at Disneyland and I was like, mom, that's like my, my friend from school. Like, oh my God. And my mom was like, you should go say hi. And I was like, no, 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 no. Don't make me go say hi, I'm scared. Like she'll come say hi to me. Um, and then we never said hi to each other. And I remember I wrote in my diary and I was like, I wish that I said hi, like, oh, like, I just, 
I don't know. I just remember I was such an introverted kid when I was little. I even remember I would go to dance class and I wouldn't talk to anyone. I had no friends at dance class. Like I would go to dance class. Everyone had their friends. They would talk to other people. And then they'd be like the introverted, like one, two or three girls that like kind of just minded their business and didn't like was stay in the back and like was kind of shitty at dancing, but like was stay in the back and like not really like say anything. That was me. I had no friends. I didn't have it in me to like go up to people and like say hi. So one thing that I've learned, especially over the past like 10 years, is to pretend that you're somebody else. Because I used to be like, well, if, if they really want to say hi, like they'll come up and say hi to me. Like, no, bitch, it's not the case. That's not the fucking case. Like, I also feel like sometimes when I don't go up to people, they might assume that I'm rude. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, like when, like we always think that it's someone's, but it's never our own like you know when when you see someone you might recognize them they're like oh they didn't even say hi to me like bitch you didn't say hi either the fuck what do you mean so one thing that I kind of like force myself to do is to just like force myself to be more extroverted the way that I do that is I kind of like embody someone else and I pretend that I'm someone else so say that you're in a room with a bunch of people and you don't know anyone you're by yourself Um, and you want to say hi to people and just network and be nice and maybe even make some friends. The way that I would do it is I would walk into the room. Obviously you're feeling insecure and you're feeling vulnerable because you're by yourself, but pretend I'm like, okay, what would Rihanna do? Because Rihanna is my person. I don't know who it is for you. Is it Ariana Grande? Is it Kylie Jenner? For me, it's Rihanna. Rihanna is my favorite person in the world. I think she's the most confident, sexy person in the world. So I pretend that I'm her and I go, what would Rihanna do in this situation? Okay. I'm by myself, but that's okay because I'm Rihanna. So I put my shoulders back. Rihanna would have her shoulders back, her head held high. She'd have a big smile on her face. She would look approachable. She would say hi to people that she doesn't even know. She would, how do you say hi to someone? Oh, she would just like compliment your outfit, compliment your hair. Like, oh, I think that we have this in common and start talking to people. And I feel like forcing myself to do that and pretending to be someone else has helped me so much and it's it also helps with work too because I feel like at the end of the day in our day and age it doesn't matter what school you went to it doesn't matter what you know it doesn't matter how good you are at your job all that matters is that people like you and you're easy to work with and people recommend you and people talk greatly about you that's all that matters in the industry at least in the industry that I'm in and I talk to my brother about this and I like I tell him all this advice like I guess like in a less girly way because I'm like what would Rihanna do I I tell my brother I'm like ask everyone what their Instagram is and follow them and make connections and get their emails get their business cards because This is the most important, more important than any school lecture that you've ever been to. Networking is way more important because you're not going to get a job with all of the information in your head. You're going to get jobs from people recommending you to other people. Um, But sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. Uh, (laughs) But it's just like faking it till you make it. I feel like faking being someone else has really helped me be confident and become my own version of a confident person. And I never thought that I would be the type of person to like go up to other people and to to say hi and like to start the conversation because I, I never was that, especially growing up. I was literally a loner. I didn't know how to make friends and forcing myself, embodying someone else really helped. Okay, let's do, move on. Number two, <laughs> number one was like 10 minutes long. Um, Number two, I put list your strengths and weaknesses. If you can't think of any, how is anyone else supposed to? So 
this is like a fun exercise if you're just kind of like feeling down on yourself because we all do no nobody knows like what they want to do for the rest of their lives even Ariana Grande talked about it she was like I don't even know what I'm doing the rest of my life I'm like damn you too I'm like you are probably you have your life the most together out of everyone you don't know what you're doing for the rest of your life and you're like still kind of confused what you want to do for the next five ten years everybody feels that um so one thing when I'm feeling a little bit insecure and I don't know what to do and I'm feeling kind of down about myself I'll get my journal literally get my journal and I started I started bullet journaling again and honestly it makes me feel really happy like it <laughs> um, but I'll get my journal and I'll just write down a list of my strengths like what are you good at I feel like I'm good at makeup I love my boobs I am uh, I'm really friendly I'm good at at talking to new people I'm I'm good at talking to the camera I'm good at editing videos I'm good at social media I'm good at um, painting and I'm good at making sure that I always have my nails done like those are things that I'm good at and then I also have weaknesses like I know that I'm not good at emails <laughs> I'm not good at emails I'm not good at engineering my sister is so smart I I'm not good at skateboarding I am practicing though I'm trying to be better at it I'm not good at speaking French I'm taking lessons on that and I'm not good at science I, I pass science with like very low grade I don't even remember but I, I hated science when I was growing up and I barely passed and but you know what I passed and that's all that matters um and then I'll just write all down my strengths and my weaknesses like things that you want to improve on yourself um and I feel like other things that that make me just feel good about myself is also make a list of things that just make me happy and like things that I'm grateful for like I things that make me happy are my dog my friends my family um I love watching luxury unboxings on YouTube. That makes me happy. I love watching bullet journal videos. That makes me happy. I love um, coffee. Coffee in the morning makes me happy. I have like a whole list. Wait. <laughs> I love traveling, home decor, organization, all those organization videos on TikTok. Oh my God, I could watch those for hours. They make me so happy. I love purses. I love shoes. I love the way that Kylie Jenner organizes her purses. Oh my God. Gives me a little like purse orgasm. Um, I love sparkly things. I love Anna Paul's vlogs. Like I love a lot of things and all these things make me really happy. And I think just focusing on the things that you're grateful for and the things that you already have. I feel like the universe is so obsessed with a grateful heart. And the more that I focus on all the things that I already have that I'm so grateful for, the more that the universe is able to give to me to be grateful for. Okay, number three, Put sticky notes on your mirror of things that you like about yourself. I did this in middle school and I swear it worked. It's kind of like a mini vision board, but you just see it every day because it's in the mirror and you could put anything on it. Like I, I remember I, I put, I love um, my tan skin tone. I love my long hair. Well, my hair's not long anymore, but back in the day it was. I love my eyebrows. I love how kind and caring I am. I love how passionate I, I am about my YouTube channel um, and like any goals or anything that you wanna manifest. I love pictures. I'll put like cutouts and magazines of pictures on my mirror and being able to see it every single day. Is it's literally like a vision board. And I swear that shit works. If you guys have ever seen, I posted um, 
a TikTok and it was like vision boards actually work. And I showed all of my vision boards from like, what was it like, like three or four years ago and almost all of it came true. It's such a trip. Cause like I would just see it every day, but I would kind of like, you know, not even think about it. But once you have like a goal set and, and it's in pictures and you see it, like when you ask the universe for things, the universe you may not know how to get it, but the universe will bring it to you. And the more that you talk about it, the more that you surround yourself with it, the more that it is more likely to happen. And I think also putting these nice little affirmations on your mirror, you know, you may not believe it at the time. Like I, I remember I used to think that I was the most hideous creature in the face of the fucking planet. I thought it was the ugliest human, little rodent looking rat, but... <laughs> Once I started complimenting myself and you don't even have to believe it, you could just be looking in the mirror and you could be like, you know what? I am beautiful. Yeah, I'm beautiful. No one could take that away from me. And I love this about myself. I love my lips. And I remember when I was younger, I didn't like my lips. I was like, I wish that my lips were smaller. Like all of the people that I love, they have smaller lips. Like I remember I, I love Juicy Star 07. I love Mac Barbie 07. I loved, um, like a bunch of oh, Vanessa Hudgens and they all had smaller lips than me. I'd be like, oh, I go to my cousin and be like, oh, I wish I had smaller lips. And I used to hate my lips. Isn't that crazy? I used to want smaller lips. And my cousin would be like, why do you want smaller lips? And I was like, because all these people that I love, they have smaller lips and I want to look like them and they're so pretty. But now I would like trick myself. I'd be like, I love my lips. And I'd look at myself in the mirror and I would tell myself, the more that you tell yourself something, the more that you start to believe it. And it's, it works, like it fucking works. I'll look in the mirror and I'll tell myself that I, I love my lips and then eventually I, I started liking it. And then obviously like Kylie Jenner fucking lip kit and, and <laughs> now everyone's, over, I overline my lips and like I want them bigger. Um, and yeah, I don't know. This stuff, I feel like lying to yourself, good positive affirmations until you believe it. It actually works. The more that you tell yourself something, the more that you start to believe it. Um, number four, I put, oh, <laughs> I kind of already touched on this, but I put tell yourself you're beautiful even if you don't believe it, fake it till you make it and accept compliments. This is really important. Accepting compliments is such feminine energy. I used to never be able to take the compliment. I'd be like, ah! like stop it like someone be like oh you're so beautiful I'd be like stop like I'm really not like look at my acne like I'm really not that beautiful I would never take a compliment that is such non-feminine like masculine energy is to just like not be able to take a compliment feminine energy is to be able to receive and to be able to be like someone say oh you're so beautiful oh my god thank you so much that made my day that made me so happy you're so beautiful too that is the definition of feminine energy and being able to accept that and being able to take a compliment because if you just deflect or reject the compliment, it's just awkward for everyone. Like when, some, when I compliment someone and I'm like, you're so beautiful. They're like, no, I'm not. I have this acne. It's like, oh, bitch. Like, oh my God. Like, I think you're beautiful. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you know, we all have our insecurities, but being able to accept it, your body doesn't know the difference between like you deflecting something and you just being able to take it in. If someone says that you're beautiful, take it in because it feels good. And and they want another way to say it, be able to say thank you and be able to say that made my day and it, it 
it really made me happy. Like it just makes everyone feel good and you'll feel good. And being able to accept a compliment doesn't mean that you're vain. Like there's a huge line between being vain and just being confident. I feel like being vain is thinking that you're better than everyone. I am superior to everyone. Whereas being confident is just knowing that we're all the same. We all have our struggles and we all have our strengths and we all have our weaknesses. And I feel like being confident is just knowing your worth without thinking that you're better than everyone. Okay, but number five. Number five, I put unfollow or mute people who make you feel like shit about yourself and follow people that make you feel good. Follow people who look like you or inspire you. And this is so important. Stop comparing. Comparison is the biggest thief of joy. I, growing up, I think in middle school, when I was the most insecure, I think it was like middle school or high school, I used to only follow Victoria's Secret Angels that were like blonde and blue-eyed and skinny. Like I remember if... I think that a teacher, there was like this group exercise and they were like, um, what is beautiful to you? And I remember when I was little, I was literally, I was so little. I said, um, beautiful is blonde and blue eyes. And I was, that's so sad thinking back then. Cause you know what, in the media back in the day, like, like there was all of these like blonde girls and they were always the it girls. They were the popular girls and like, the blonde and the blue eyes. Like I was literally obsessed with blonde and blue eyes. I was like, I'm not beautiful unless I have blonde and blue eyes. Did you guys notice that? That I would always wear contacts. I would always like bleach my hair super blonde. Um, and I would never just accept the features that I was given that are just so beautiful. Like I feel like so many people think that tan skin or olive skin is so beautiful. So many people think that black hair is so beautiful, that dark black eyes. I used to hate, literally have a hatred for my mom for like giving me these black eyes because my grandpa had uh, like, <laughs> he had, he's like, he had half a blue eye and half a green eye. And I was like, mom, how did you give me the shittiest genetics of all time? Like, fuck, like, why did I get black eyes? But you know what? I think I started just recently seeing how beautiful my natural features are and I started embracing it and I the way that I did that is I I unfollowed all of those skinny Victoria's Secret like blonde blue-eyed models because they made me feel like shit about myself every time I would see them I'm like oh my god they're so beautiful like I'll never I literally never be like them in this lifetime I'm never gonna be like them I'm never gonna be blue-eyed I'm never gonna have blonde hair unless I like bleach the shit out of my hair and wear contacts every day which when I did that, I looked weird as fuck. I looked like a fucking reptile. Like it did not look natural. It did not look cute when I did that. It might look good on other girls, but on me, it did not look good. But I just remember like not feeling beautiful unless I had blonde hair, contacts, and looked super fucking white. <laughs> And then once I unfollowed all those Victoria's Secret skinny blonde girls, I started following more girls that look like me. So I started following girls with black hair and girls with the same body type as me. And you know why that helps is because I'll look at their photos and I'll be like, damn, like, oh, she posed like this. And like she, her body looks so good. We have the same body and she posed like this and it looks so good. Oh, she wore this outfit. Like, oh, it looks really good. It really compliments her skin tone. Like, oh, she wore this hair color or this, um, this hairstyle looks so good on her black hair. I had no idea that it would look good like that. When I started following people that looked like me, it gave me more inspo and 
it just made me feel a lot better about myself and I started liking my natural features so much more and I started feeling more beautiful. And I totally, totally, totally recommend doing that. And you, maybe you don't have to unfollow them, maybe just mute them, but there's so much peace in the mute button and the unfollow button. And I stand by that and I stand by that to this day. I will unfollow or mute any bitch that makes me feel like shit when I see their content. Um, and then I put number six, stop body shaming or talking negatively about others. Even if it's just in your head, what others say about you is a reflection of themselves. Isn't that a mind fuck? Isn't that weird to think about? So what I mean by that is, do you ever notice when someone says something bad, like let's, here's an example, I guess. Um, like, one of your friends is saying how Selena Gomez looks so fat in this photo. Like Selena Gomez looks like a whale. Like she does not look good in this photo, but your friend has always struggled with liking their own body and they always feel like they're fat. So they're kind of like projecting on people that they don't know. Made me feel so much better about myself once I realized this. Like. People who are constantly trying to tear other people down are insecure within themselves. I've never met a confident person that's constantly talking shit about other people. Only insecure people constantly talk shit about other people because they're insecure of it within themselves. I've never had like a fit friend that had like a perfect body and you know, they see someone just starting out at the gym and they're kind of, you know, just a beginner. I've never heard them say, oh, like, why are they, like, they're going to come here for, like, one time, then they're never going to come back. Like, I hate people that come to the, the, the gym to just, like, blah, 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 Like, they, they look so awful, like, blah, blah, blah. No, I've never heard of that because we all start from somewhere. And true, confident people that are confident within themselves will never bring down another person. It's only ever not confident people that bring down others. And once I learned that, it just made me feel a lot better about myself, especially with the criticism online. Like, it, it really has to do with everything. Like, people who say, oh, like, she, she's just, like, she's fat. Like, she's too skinny. She wears too much makeup. She, um, she's ugly. Like, all of these comments are coming from people who have that insecurity within themselves. Someone who says, oh my God, ew, your acne is so bad. Like blah, blah, talking shit about your acne, just know what they struggle with their own acne insecurities within themselves. I've never heard of a confident person tearing someone else down. Um, number seven, I put stop making self-deprecating jokes. Your brain doesn't know the difference between what's real and a joke. And the reason why I put that is because I used to do this all the time. I used to like, <laughs> I used to be like, I'm so stupid, like, I'm a dumbass, like, I'm so ugly, like, I used to say shit like that all the time, until I started realizing, like, it's actually affecting my, my actual mental health, and I actually kind of feel like shit when I say that about myself, like, yeah, it's kind of funny, and it's kind of relatable to be, you know, self-deprecating, but I think at the end of the day, at least for me, it's not worth it for me to make these self-deprecating jokes, at the expense of me feeling bad about myself. Because I feel like the more that I talk shit about myself, the more that I put it out to the universe, and the more shitty I feel about myself. I feel like we should all, like, it's not vain to be talking goodly about yourself. And it's not vain to hype yourself up. It's not vain to, or it's, 
you're not full of yourself for liking yourself. <laughs> and I feel like, like, I used to think that. I used to be like, if I like myself, I'm kind of full of myself. It's not like that. Society really does make us hate ourselves. Like, <laughs> there's nothing more powerful than a woman that's confident and knows her worth and isn't afraid to stand up for herself and knows that she's really fucking cool, really fucking beautiful. So stop making those self-deprecating jokes, girl. Number eight, I put, treat your body with love and respect. The more I started putting time towards my body and working out, eating healthy, the better that I felt in it. Okay, this is so true. This is so true because I, once I started working out and trust me, it's so hard to get into it. Like I remember for years and years and years, I would have like a gym membership, I would never go. Like I would buy all this healthy groceries, I would never cook it. Like it's hard to be healthy, but once I finally started getting into the habit of it and what really helped is like having friends to keep you accountable. I would have my friends, like we, I think we would do it at the same time every single day. We would do an Alexis Ren workout every single day at I think like two, like 3 p.m. or 6 p.m., I don't know. Same time every single day. We would FaceTime each other. We would keep each other accountable. And if someone's not joining the group chat, be like, bitch, this is your second time not doing it. You better come to the next one. Keep each other accountable. And I feel like that really helped me with getting into working out. Um, also just like maybe taking a cooking class with one of your friends or like subscribing to like a HelloFresh type beat. Like I feel like keeping each other accountable, at least for me, that really helped. Um, but once I did start putting time into my body, I started working out, I started eating healthy, you start noticing it's not even a big difference. It's like the tiny little difference. And I started feeling so much better about my body. Like it was like, honestly, if I don't even think anybody could even really notice differences except for me, but I would look in the mirror and I'd be like, oh my God, I can kind of see my abs right now. Like I feel so good about myself. Like I really like, I worked out yesterday, I ate healthy and I honestly really noticed the difference. And then that's when I started really liking my body. When I noticed like I'm treating it well, I'm not treating it like shit because whenever I treat it like shit, oh girl, like I could treat my body like shit. Like I could be doing nothing all day. I could be eating Doritos all day. I could be doing, I could be eating brownies, like all the snacks, like not working out, laying in bed all day, watching Love Island. We all do it. But <laughs> when I do treat my body good, it's kind of like a snowball effect. Like once I start eating good, I'm like, mm, I might as well work out. And then I'm like, hmm, eh, I kind of look good. I'm like, hmm, that actually made a difference. I actually do kind of like my body right now. Like, wow, I don't know. I feel like once I started putting time into it, it just it comes hand in hand. When you start putting time into it, you start liking your body more. Um, and then for number nine, I just put drink water. Oh. Oh my God, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> Don't kill me, I know I'm really bad at it. I try to drink a lot of water. Did you see I have my Voss waters in my fridge downstairs? I try, I really do try to drink a lot of water, but water is the best skincare ingredient. It's better than any face cream. It's better than any um, like hair growth serum. It's better than anything. All of the beauty treatments go out the door. If you, if I swear to God, if I just drank a little bit more water, like it would be better than any moisturizer I've ever used. Like <laughs> I definitely don't drink enough water throughout the day. You ever see those big water bottles that are like this fucking big um, from Amazon that everybody has? I'm like, <laughs> you're like, dude, how do you drink that all throughout the day? Like that's so much water. But 
water really does make a difference. It makes it makes a difference with my energy. It makes a difference with my skin. Oh, I should really just do it for my skin because honestly, when I drink a lot of water, my skin is really glowing. And I, I always forget that. I swear to God, I'll be drinking my coffee and like, I look like the dried up SpongeBob in the SpongeBob movie, like, water. <laughs> Why do I dehydrate myself like that? <laughs> um, <laughs> but water is your best friend. It's the cheapest skincare ingredient that works the fucking best. Like water is the best to making yourself look good and feel good. <laughs> You're gonna think that I'm so stupid. Okay, this is, I don't know. Okay, whatever. I'm just gonna say it. Number 10, I put grocery shop and eat good foods. Save money on fast food. That's where I used to spend all of my money in high school, especially boba. Oh, that's my weakness. My weakness is boba. Oh, and my weakness is also Tim Hortons. I know we all have a weakness. Come on, I know you do. I know it's, it's McDonald's, it's In-N-Out Burger, it's Boba. We all have a weakness and I know that we all do. And it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, whatever, it's like five, 10 bucks. But back in high school, that was all my money. I would literally spend all of my money on fucking Boba and it would make me fat. Like, and it would make me feel like sluggish and like not good about myself and like not good about my body. It's the same as working out. I feel like when I started working out, I'm like, oh, I actually noticed like a definition in this. Like I actually noticed like a difference. And then I started liking my body more. Same with food. Like when I, I notice that sometimes with certain foods, it makes me feel really sluggish and kind of like slow. And like, it's, it's like a known thing. Like healthy food just like makes you feel energy or makes you feel energized and makes you feel good. So I don't know. I hate this advice and I hate this tip, but I just have to put this in because I love snacking and I love eating like shit. <laughs> but I just had to put it in because it, it does work. Like whatever, eating good food makes you feel good. Um, and then okay, number 11, I would work out even if that means 10 minutes in your normal clothes or FaceTiming a friend watching an Alexis friend video. I talked about this a little bit. This is how I got into working out. If you're struggling with being persistent and being consistent and working out, having a friend and keeping each other accountable, that's the only thing that got me to work out because I had so many gym memberships. I wasted so much money. We've all been there. That's what works best for me is having a friend and keeping each other accountable. And it doesn't, working out doesn't even have to be that big of a deal. I used to think like, oh, I have to go to the gym, I have to lift weights, like, Ugh. but what makes the biggest difference can be just like walking for five to 10 minutes a day. Like my dad did that actually. And he like, he would walk with blue every once in a while. And I was like, damn dad, you look kind of skinny right now. And he's like, oh, I've just been walking. It really does make a difference. Like if you do something for like five to 10 minutes a day and it becomes a habit, it does actually make a really big difference. Even you don't even have to change your clothes. Don't make it a big deal. Don't make working out a big deal. Cause I won't do it if I make working out a big deal. Like if I'm like fucking driving, putting a workout clothes on and like blah, blah, blah. If I make working out easy and I set out my clothes the night before, I set my alarm, like I have my friend going with me, she's keeping me accountable or like a trainer um, or I'm gonna go walk my dog, I'm gonna set my alarm. Setting myself up for success is the only way that I can like work out. Um, Cause I think I'm a very naturally lazy person. I love laying in bed all day, it's like my favorite. He's just doing nothing. Um, 
<laughs> I put number 12 is to just get a massage. I love this step. Get a massage, treat yourself, reward yourself for accomplishments like not eating out for an entire week. Sorry, I'm stuttering. I had a lot of coffee. I just finished my coffee. <laughs> Um, working out two times a week, drinking a gallon of water. Congratulate yourself because that's like a big accomplishment and like treat yourself to a massage. I feel like the more that I treat myself, the more that I take care of my body, the more that I like it. Um, so you should look into your benefits. I don't know if you guys have any jobs that have benefits, but there's so many of my friends, they have benefits and they don't even use them. My mom has it and she'll like get free massages. As long as you go to the right person, you can get free massages, free sunglasses, whatever, look into it. But there's a lot of places that like do free massages if you have benefits. If not, there's a lot of good cheap massages that you can get out there. You don't have to go to the Ritz Carlton, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of good ones. And at the end of the day, you really just close your eyes and it's like the same experience. So <laughs> number 13, you guys, you knew it was coming. I put have sex or masturbate, explore your sexuality and don't judge yourself. We all do it. It's natural, even healthy. I used to feel so shameful when I would masturbate. Like I, I literally, I feel like shit the next day when I masturbate, like, oh my God, God is watching me. Like, oh my God, I just masturbated. This is a sin. This is so bad. But like masturbating is so good. If anything, it's healthy for you. It's healthy to like um, get that out of system. Learn, I mean, in moderation, okay? It's not healthy to be doing it like 20 million times a day. It's okay to be doing it like one or two or a couple times a week, okay? <laughs> as long as it's not interfering with like your day-to-day -day life. But it's, it's normal and it's healthy to be masturbating. And it's really good to know what your body likes. And it's really good for you or a partner to just like for you to explore and for you to know, oh, I like this. Oh, this turns me on. Oh, this turns me off. Oh, I kind of like this. I kind of want to try this. There's something so sexy about a woman that knows her body and knows what feels good and is able to tell her partner that. And get a toy, like figure it out. Let's do it to get like, mm. Okay, number 14, I put do your makeup and hair and do a photo shoot with your friends. There's nothing that gives me more confidence than a good old photo shoot with my friends. And like, as shallow as that sounds, it really does make me feel good. Like, I don't know, like, there's something so like fun and like girly about just like, okay, guys, I need a new, I need a new picture for Instagram. Can we please like, can we get our hair and makeup done? Like, let's all get ready together. And then let's go to the fucking park and take some fucking photos or something. Let's do a picnic. Let's do a picnic and take some photos or let's go to the bowling alley. Euphoria vibes. Let's do some photos there. Like, I don't know, just do something, get dressed up, look cute. Maybe you don't even have to take photos. Maybe just like, you know, go up to your partner and be like, you know what? I kind of want to, I want to get dressed up. I want to look fancy. I want to feel good about myself. Can we schedule a reservation on Friday and let's just get dressed up and like celebrate your promotion or let's just celebrate us being together. Let's just celebrate whatever it is. I feel like dressing up and being like your best self, like looking good, it always boosts my confidence and like take a picture. It'll fucking last long. Like, remember how good you look. Um... I put number 15, give compliments to other people. It like makes my day when a girl compliments me. Do you ever see the thing is like, when guys compliment you, it's like, ew, oh, hell no. Like that's how you know it's like, 
men compliments honestly really mean nothing to me. I really could not care less about what a man thinks about my hair or my makeup or my body or anything. But when a girl compliments you, girl there's nothing that makes my day better like when a girl compliments me that's how you know your makeup is beat and you're you know that your hair is good you know that your outfit is slang i just my favorite is like the drunk girls in the bathroom we be handing out compliments like left right and center like that's the best energy in the whole world compliment other people and like it it could be even just like the starbucks worker or the starbucks barista that you see the drive through like saying oh my god i really love your eyes like your eyes are so beautiful like it could really make, like something that's so small to you and takes one second for you can really make someone's day. And I really do believe in karma and what goes around comes around. If you're constantly spreading out good energy and complimenting other people, I really think that the good energy will come back to you. Um, and I feel like it also makes me more confident. Like when I compliment other girls, I feel good when I compliment them and they feel good when, when I say it. And like, it just, I don't know. It's just like, Girls, 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 supporting girls. I don't know. <laughs> it makes me feel good to, to be able to compliment other people. Um, and then number 16, I put, be willing to learn from other people. I can be stubborn at times. I do know this about myself. I can be stubborn. But one thing that I can give to myself is that I'm able to learn from other people. I know that I'm not perfect. I know that I'm not the smartest person in the world. I know I'm not the dumbest person in the world. I can learn from every single person on, on this face of the earth. And I know that you know some people are dumb <laughs> and like i feel like i wouldn't ever take advice from someone that i i don't want to be like like you know the the that one girlfriend that's like <laughs> she's kind of in like a rocky relationship but she always has something to say about yours like i would take her advice with a tiny grain of salt bitch but being willing to learn from other people i think is such a good quality and such a good trait to have being able to be open-minded and learn from other people um i think just makes you a better person at the end of the day number 17 i put take responsibility for your thoughts feelings actions results i talked to my life coach but you can also watch self self-help videos there's a lot of people that i like on tiktok oh what's this guy's name therapy jeff it's just therapy Jeff on TikTok. I love his videos. They make me feel so good. And like whenever I'm feeling down on myself, I'll just watch his videos. But take responsibility for yourself. Like if you feel like you can't connect with other people, like maybe you're feeling down a lot or you need someone to talk to, talk to your friend or talk to your aunt talk to someone that you can trust. I personally believe that mental health is worth any, worth more than any like physical item that I could ever buy. Like I know that I always make the joke like, hmm, like do I wanna go shopping or do I wanna have a therapist? Like, hmm. <laughs> we always make that joke, but I really do believe i know that life coaches and therapists are really expensive but if you do have the money i really and i think benefits cover it too if, if your mom is working or if you you have a job that has benefits i'm pretty sure that your benefits should cover some therapy i used to always think that i was a burden when i would talk to people and talk to people about my problems but that's not the case i used to be the person that always listens to people i used to be the person where they would call me and i would listen to them and like i would listen to all of their problems i didn't want to bother them so i wouldn't talk about my problems i would keep it all bottled in and then like one day i would just explode and i would just like nobody ever expected that and 
that's not healthy. It's not healthy to constantly be listening to other people and like not being able to share your your problems and talk about your problems. Talk to some girlfriends about it. Talk to your sister about it, your mom, your brother, your whoever you can find that's like a safe person. Even I've made some, honestly, I've made some really good friends online and I'm able to just like Skype them. I used to Skype my friends or like FaceTime them or text them and talk to them about things because talking things out really does help. And if you can't find that person, it honestly really helps to journal. I started journaling recently. Look at I found my, I used to have so many bullet journals. Look at it. So cute. <laughs> journaling, honestly, as tacky as it sounds, journaling is so therapeutic. I love journaling. And if you ever have any problems, like there's something so special and so magical about just like writing down all your problems in your journal. And for some reason, it just helps. Like for some reason, having all of my worries and my thoughts and like putting it on a piece of paper, like for some reason, I don't have to worry about it anymore because it's on the piece of paper and I don't have to think about it anymore. I don't know what it is, but journaling really helps when I'm stressed out. It's like, one of my favorite things to do when I have a lot of anxiety and I'm um, just very anxious about something, whether it's like coming up or like things that have happened, like I journal everything. <laughs> and if anyone found this journal, like I will be so embarrassed because this is like my whole life in it. Like I'll talk about the most random shit, like, and like things that I've been embarrassed about, things that I've learned, things that I like, things that I don't like, things that I'm going through. I'll just journal it all. And like, we all, we, I feel like, we all say that we're gonna journal and then I'll journal one day and then I like won't look at my journal the rest of like the <laughs> fucking year. But journaling really does help me make me feel sane because I feel a little insane sometimes when I'm not able to talk to people. Um, sometimes it'll be like three in the morning and I'm like, I can't sleep. I've taken like five hits of my fucking weed pen. I can't sleep, I keep overthinking, I'm anxious and I'll just journal it all down in five to 10 minutes and I just feel so good. And one thing that helped me is I'll set a five or 10 minute timer and that's all that I'm allowed to journal. Only five to 10 minutes, that's it. I don't wanna journal anymore, only five to 10 minutes. And if you only set like a five to 10 minute timer, then you're like, hmm, it actually is not really that much work. Like, I feel like in my head, I always am like, ah, uh, like, eh, I don't really feel like it. Like, I'm just gonna fall asleep, like, Whoa. and then like, I fall asleep anxious. But having that five to 10 minute time, you're like, okay, you know what? It's actually only five minutes of my day. It's not that big of a deal. Um, and having it in like your night routine, it, like it made me feel a lot better. It made me a lot less anxious. And then number 18, I said, don't be afraid to show your flaws and be able to laugh at yourself. I used to be so uptight, especially, oh my God, you guys, I have a Libra mom. My mom is a Libra. Do you guys know what that means? My mom is like, she cares so much about what other people think. Like she, we always have to have the perfect family. We have to like, I'm sorry, mom, I love you so much. Like this is just your Libra trace. I love you so much, but you're like this. <laughs> I'm an Aquarius. And you know what's a fun fact is my whole family is air signs. I'm an Aquarius, my mom is a Libra. My dad is a Gemini Taurus cusp. And then my brother and sister are Geminis. Scary, we're an air sign family, but my mom used to care so much about what other people think and like making sure that we look like the perfect family. And like for the, like, for the longest time, like my mom and my dad were together, but we, I, we wouldn't say anything because we wanted to look like the perfect family. And I think it really translated onto me where I just wanted to always constantly look perfect. Do you guys remember 
in my like very early era of YouTube, like my yellow era, especially, it was like the happiest place on the internet and I was always happy. And then one day I just fucking lost it. I just fucking lost it. And like, I remember, you know what? It was actually, I think I started talking to Nikki and she said something like, you know, you don't have to be positive all the time. You don't have to have your life together all the time. Like you're allowed to feel negativity and feel sad and be human. And you have to feel the negativity and you have to feel the sadness in order to be truly happy. Because I think, you know what I used to do? I feel like I used to like push down all of my sadness and push my emotions aside and be like, no, you know what? I'm just a a naturally happy person. Like, this is just what I'm like. Like, I'm never, I'm never sad. I'm never negative, like blah, 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 blah. But I was just suppressing. I would suppress and I would suppress and I would suppress until one day I just exploded and I didn't know who I was. And I was just so sad and I was so angry and I, it all just like came out at once. You're allowed to be sad and you're allowed to be happy and you're allowed to just laugh at yourself for being stupid and for being human. We all make mistakes. And I feel like the best way to just get over it is just by laughing at yourself and learning from it. And as long as you learn from it, and that's all that matters. Okay, number 19, abundance mindset. And this is when um, law of attraction comes in. I love law of attraction, anything manifestation. Give without expecting anything in return. Nowadays, it isn't what you know, it's about who you know. And we're talking about this. Be nice to everyone and manage your finances. And even with money, I felt like I made the most money when in my energy, I truly genuinely believed that money flows to me easily. And no matter how much I give money, money comes back to me and it flows to me easily. And I feel like the more giving that you are and the more feeling of abundance that you have, I, I wish that I could go into more depth about this. I mean, I'm not telling you to donate all of your life savings, okay? But I'm just saying like what goes around comes around and I feel like putting out good energy, helping other people makes me feel really good and it makes other people really good feel really good to support you too. You know, everyone wants to root for the underdog and everyone wants to, you know, help others, especially when others are down. Always truly, genuinely believing that you have abundance and whatever you need will come to you freely and easily. It's just like, it's a whole manifesting thing. But if you know it, if you know it, you know it. If the the girls that get it, get it, and the girls that don't, don't. I could do a whole podcast episode on that, but abundance. Always believing that you have abundance. And just being nice to everyone because you never know who could recommend you. It doesn't matter what school you went to. It doesn't matter what you know. It only matters who you know, who recommends you, who gives you a good word. All of these things mean more than any school, anything that you could ever do. And number 20, I put continue learning and growing. Try a new restaurant, walk by a nearby park that you've never went to, try a new Starbucks order, sign up for that online class, book a flight. You're never going to be 100% ready for anything. I think these things just make me feel more alive when, especially during the pandemic, do you guys remember like, I feel like we were doing the same thing every day and that's when everyone was so sad. Like we were just staying at home, not like, 
doing the same thing every day and something that just makes me feel more alive and something that makes me feel excited to wake up in the morning is just trying new things whether that's like I know I always go to Tim Hortons but like trying a new coffee shop that's near you that's so exciting it doesn't even have to be anything crazy like I like going to a new park I went to a new park near my house oh my god it was like the best thing ever I was like oh my god this place is like it's been in my house this whole time and I had no idea and it's it's so exhilarating to just like go to new places and try new things and do something out of routine. And I, I especially love doing this with my friends. I'm like, oh my God, there's this restaurant in Toronto. We've never even been to it. And it looks so fun. I found it on TikTok. Like there's something so exciting about trying new things. And number 21, I put stand up straight, take up space, dress and look the part. So whatever you wanna be in life, pretend that you already have it. I do this all the time. Like, oh my God, here's an example. Oh my God, ah, this is such a funny story. <laughs> okay, guys, don't, I don't recommend doing this because I am crazy and I just like to manifest and I don't, this is like not, I don't recommend it, but whatever, I'm gonna say the story anyway. Um, so my brother was invited to a film festival and I tried so hard. I was like, oh my God, like, please, can you put me on the red carpet? Cause I just want my Getty fucking photos. I want my nice photos on the red carpet. Like that's all that I want. So you know what I did? I pretended that I had my name on the list to get my red carpet photos. And I pretend I, I got dressed up. I did my makeup. I did my hair. I did everything that I would normally do if I, if my name was on the list, which it wasn't to be on the red carpet. And then I pulled up in my car, I was looking good. And then I, I go into the event, I, I go up to the red carpet person, I'm like, hey, like, um, my name should be on there. It's um, Adeline Warren, my manager reached out. And yeah, I'm like promoting this like film thing. And they're like, huh, that's so weird. We don't see you on the thing. And I'm like, okay, well, here's my Instagram. Like I'm supposed to be on it. My manager reached out like, fully pretending like I'm actually supposed to be on the red carpet. But in my bones, I felt and I convinced myself that I was gonna be on that red carpet. And it fucking worked, it fucking worked. She put me on the red carpet and I got my fucking Getty image photos and it fucking worked. Guys, pretending that you are something that you aren't, it works, it works. And asking for something, I tell my friends this all the time. I'm like, you might as well fucking ask for something because the worst thing that they can do is say no. Like I got ready and I did my hair and makeup and I got to the thing and they said that my name was on the list. And like the worst thing that could have happened is them to be like, sorry, you're not on the list. I'm so sorry, you can't go on the red carpet. That's the worst thing that could have happened. And then like, yeah, like whatever. It would have hurt my ego for five minutes. But like, how do I put this in words? How, I would rather like, ask for something and risk the ego boost of them saying no, then just not asking at all and not ever going on the red carpet and not getting my photos. Dress and act the part. It doesn't matter what kind of job that you are, whether it's like you wanna be an influencer, dress like an influencer, act like an influencer, um, reach out to companies, try to get invited to events. Are you trying to be a lawyer? Dress like a lawyer, do your hair nice and clean, be an intern, like shadow people, like pretend that you act, you already are what you wanna be. Trust me, this fucking works. And I can think of so many examples, but that was just like one of the examples that I thought of right off the top of my head, but it works. It really does work. Mm -hmm. Next, 22, I put stop overbooking yourself and book rest days so that you don't burn out. Woo -hoo. I even still struggle with this to this day. 
I will work myself to the fucking bone and I'll be like, I am not worthy of love. Wait, I actually, I saw this TikTok. I wanted, I wanted to show it. <laughs> My whole like, podcast is me being like, uh, I saw this TikTok and it was true. So, <laughs> but it actually is super cute. If I'm not productive, I just feel completely worthless. I need to be good at something or else I'll never be worthy of love. And then there's another little blob and he says, Slimmy, why are you attaching what other people think and value to your self-worth? You're put here on this earth to love and be loved. Simply allow yourself to be who you are unapologetically. I love that. I love the little graphic TikToks, but it's so true. I used to attach my self-worth to how productive I am, how much money I'm making, how um how much work i'm doing if i did enough work i'm valid and i'm i'm productive and i'm worthy of love no it's not like that they're two completely separate things and i feel like us as a society we always associate those two together when it's not at all the same you're worthy of love no matter what you could be sitting on the couch be a fucking couch potato eat doritos all day and still be worthy of love. You're worthy of love no matter what and you're able to love people no matter what, no matter how productive you are, no matter how unproductive you are. Stop thinking that. And I used to think that it would make me sad all the time and I would feel like shit about myself for not being as productive as I wanted to, but you're allowed to take breaks. You're allowed to take rest days. It's actually really necessary to take rest days. I know we really do work ourselves to the bone, but it's so necessary to take rest days off because I, at least for me, I get so burnt out when I don't take a rest day. We're, us as humans, we're not meant to be working 24 seven. We're not robots. Like we're supposed to have rest days. We're supposed to take time off, relax, and you're allowed to do that. And you know what I would do is I would schedule it in my Google calendar and I'd be like, you know what? On Sunday, I don't wanna do anything. I don't even wanna hang out with my friends. I don't wanna text anyone back. I don't wanna work. I don't wanna do anything. You know what I wanna do? I wanna sit in bed. I wanna watch Love Island. I wanna cuddle with my dog. I'm gonna put my phone on Do Not Disturb. And if, if anyone tries to hang out with me on Sunday, I'm gonna say no because I'm doing nothing on Sunday and that is my boundary. I'm doing nothing. <laughs> I love doing nothing all day. It's like my favorite thing to do. And I used to think I was such an extroverted person. I used to think like I always wanted to um, be out and about, always hang out with my friends, but it's so exhausting. It's so exhausting being out all the time, working all the time. Sometimes you just want time to yourself and sometimes you just want to lay in bed all day and be with your dog and not text anyone back and just watch a show. And it feels so good. But it feels way better to be doing that. I found this. It feels way better to be doing that when you schedule a rest day as opposed to procrastinating. There's a huge difference because I used to watch Netflix and like feel guilty about it because I was technically procrastinating with all the work that I did. But whether you finish your work or not, it doesn't matter. Schedule a work day and a day that you, you don't have to feel guilty at all for doing nothing, a day that you don't have to feel guilty at all for not responding to people, a day that you don't have to feel guilty at all with being a little piece of shit. It's so healthy and it has helped my work-life balance so much. (laughs) And then number 23, I put set healthy boundaries, stop feeling guilty, start saying no, and ask for what you want. Sorry, I kind of already touched on that already. And then number 24, I put, you become like the three people that you hang around the most. Surround yourself with happy, successful people. Shoot that DM, 
go on a coffee date, cut off people who are lazy and bring you down. This is so true because I felt like when I, especially your partner, this is a huge thing with like your partner, with your friends, the people that you surround yourself with. I found when I surround myself with people who are negative all the time, who are constantly complaining, who are always such low vibrations, lazy. They have all, you know, the people who they have all of these goals and aspirations in life. They're like, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. But they don't work. They don't do anything. They're like, oh, like, I, I don't have that because my boss sucks. Like, oh, it's because of this. It's because, it's because of everything except for themselves. They don't realize that it's, they're the common denominator in all of their problems. And they're the reason why they're not reaching their goals. Cut those bitches off. No more of that. I used to surround myself with so many people like that. And once you unapologetically cut those people out of your life, you'll realize how much space you have for new people that you can like, Say you want to be a magazine editor. You're in New York City. You want to um, be an, an editor for the best magazine in the whole world. You want to be in Vogue. You want to work for Vogue. Go on Google. Find someone that works at that magazine. Shoot them a DM. Um, ask them for a coffee. Ask, say, hey, I'll work for you for free. I just want to shadow you. That is the only way that you can really truly get to your career and financial goals is by surrounding yourself with people that you really do look up to. Like, for example, for me, I really do <laughs> like, I love everything business and I love everything self-help. I love everything business savvy. So I try to surround myself with people who have successful businesses, with people who are good at real estate, with people who have the same interests as me. What if I surrounded myself with people who are just lazy couch potatoes all day? You think that I would be just as successful as I am right now? No, no. So look at your friend group, look at your circle of people. Do you look up to them? Do they inspire you? Do they make you feel good? I don't think that this is very, I don't think this is shallow at all. I think that this is just wanting to be at a place and time of your life and if people are bringing you down and if people have negative energy i think that's more than enough reason to not be friends with them i don't know but those are my 24 ways to be confident that i've learned at 24 i hope that you guys liked it i okay so what i was thinking for this podcast is we would talk about a subject whatever it is whatever i want to ramble about and then the last like couple minutes we could do a q a so let's do that should we do a little q a oh this podcast is already so long let's do a couple questions um i asked you guys some questions if you guys ever want to ask me questions follow my spam account on instagram it's not adeline on instagram but everything is anonymous so i'm not going to say any any names or anything like that but let's get into it um, this one question, how do you make friends in your mid-20s SOS? Oh my God, this is so hard. I struggled with this so much because in school, it's so easy to make friends because you just, you go to the same place at the same time every single day. Like it's so easy to make friends. Like you, you study the same things. You have a lot of interests that are the same. So it's easy to make friends. But once you're out of school and maybe like, maybe you work, maybe it's kind of, you can make friends with people in the workspace, but for the most part in your 20s, I feel like it's really hard to make friends. And I feel like for the longest time I was a loner, especially I used to be in this one relationship and that person was my only friend. And like, yeah, I would have like a couple other friends like here and there, but that relationship 
that person was my only friend. And I remember it was so unfulfilling and it was so sad. And I think that there's, there's something so important. Sorry, I blew snoring in the back, but there's something so important about having girlfriends outside of your relationship. And I will never, ever, ever put myself in that situation again where I'm in a relationship and I don't have any girlfriends because it's so not fulfilling. But making new friends in your 20s. Okay, you know what? Number one, honestly, this is not sponsored, but like Bumble BFF, like I've definitely been on Bumble BFF and it actually works. Like put your location, your interests, and like go on a coffee date with someone, like take cute photos with, with people, like find people of the same interests as you. Like it's it's kind of awkward at first, I'm not gonna lie, but once you find something that's like in common and like you go you're able to like talk more and like text and like whatever, like that honestly really helps. Another thing that I would do is go to the same place at the same time, like every day or this every week, go to the same place at the same time, whether that's a coffee shop, whether that's um, like a dance studio, whether that's a pottery class, whether that's a park. If you go to the same place every single day at the same time, you're bound to find people that are doing the same thing and you have a, something that you guys both have that's the same interest and something to talk about. That is such a game changer is doing this something at the same place at the same time. And then I guess number three is just putting yourself out there, like join clubs. I guess it's kind of like the same as the number two, but join clubs, um, post on social media, um, like comment on people's social media that you don't even know, um, DM people, like it, it does kind of hurt your ego to like put your ego aside and like put yourself out there with the chance of like getting turned down. But once you learn to put your ego to the side, it makes the biggest difference. Okay, one more question. Okay, someone said, what are the best books that you've read? I love, hmm. <laughs> I love anything law of attraction. I love anything self-help. So what was the book that I just read? The book that I'm reading right now, what is it called? I think it's like Getting the Love That You Want. That one's a really good relationship book. And I feel like I've learned a lot about myself and dating people. Even when I'm lazy and I want to read a book, I'll look up a book summary on YouTube and sometimes it's good. Like I looked up The Art of Seduction, like the summary on YouTube. That one I actually learned a lot. Oh, Audible. I love Audible. I'll listen to Audible in the car. Oh, Atomic Habits is a really good one. I listened to that one. <gasps> Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I love that one. This one's kind of boring, but The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. That one's also really good. You Are a Badass. That one's good. The Secret. These are all books that I love, but I hope you guys enjoyed my first podcast. I'm so nervous to put it out, but I don't know. I, I want to try and upload like once a week. We could, it could be like Every, every week we like have a, a weekly FaceTime checkup. Like, how you doing? How you feeling? Let's talk about random shit. I don't know, whatever happened this week, your week, my week, whatever it is. Let's talk about it. Ask me questions. Let's talk about it. What's going on? Let's talk about it. But I love you guys and many girl talks to come. I hope that we can create this like safe, sacred space that we could just like be ourselves and just like have a positive community of girls that are just like unapologetically themselves and like just trying to better themselves and just honestly even just like bitches that are bored bitches that are bored and need to listen to something while they clean their room or listen to something while they're driving so they don't fall asleep like let's do it let's just let's i'm so excited and i hope that you pick up the facetime next week i hope that you have a good rest of your week and i'll talk to you next week i love you <laughs>
Did you like that episode? I really hope that you did. Um, if you haven't already, then make sure to watch last week's episode or the week after. Just click on the links, whatever it is. Um, and I hope that you guys enjoyed. Also, be sure to subscribe because it helps me a lot. Um, but I love you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Bye.